Hey there, it's the OMAD Mama podcast. And guess what? This whole week, we are celebrating the one year anniversary of the OMAD Mama podcast. That's right, it's been a whole year. I cannot believe it. I decided to start this podcast a year ago to share my story bring you all the things that I have been learning along my uh, weight loss journey. And I never would have imagined that I would still be here talking about this (laughs) and even more convinced every day of the positive effects of this lifestyle. Hey everyone, welcome to the OMAD Mama podcast. My name is Marty Meshubi, and this is your resource for everything OMAD, intermittent fasting, and health. OMAD stands for one meal a day. It just means that you eat within a one-hour period and fast for the remaining 23 hours of the day. There are so many different ways to fast, and we'll talk about those on this podcast. I have learned so much from my own OMAD and intermittent fasting journey, and I wanted to share with as many people as I could. So I decided to start this podcast. I also love talking with others who have incorporated OMAD and fasting in their life's journey, and I'm hoping to share their stories on this podcast as well. I found OMAD and fasting, and it completely reprogrammed my relationship with food while getting me in the best shape of my life. I'll be sharing my journey, advice, recipes, and tips that will keep you successful on your OMAD journey to a stronger and healthier you. This lifestyle has changed my life, so keep listening. It may very well change your life too. So welcome guys. Um, You've heard it in the introduction, so I'm not going to repeat it here. And if you are new to the podcast, please, please, please go back and listen to the first episode. I talk about how I started um you know why I started the podcast um and why it was so important to share this information but you know it's been a whole year and I continue to learn even now I continue to to learn about this lifestyle and the the tweaks and the things that I have to make to make it work for me um and that's you know top of the top of the lessons is just because you start one way does not mean that that's the way you finish. Um, and so in other words, I'm always tweaking, I'm always making it better, I'm always choosing, um, making making different choices in my food. Um, I'm just always changing things around. One, because I get bored easily. And two, because uh, I feel it's really important to switch things up. Uh, because our body gets so used to doing the same thing over and over. So whether that be adding exercise, whether that be changing up what you're eating, whether that be um, switching up what you're drinking in your fasting um, period, it's all um, a matter of tweaking and changing and molding this lifestyle to make it fit for you. And I think in the beginning for me, I was so strict on exactly how to do it and you got to do it like this and it's not going to work if you don't do it like this. Um, But over the many, many months that I have been doing this and 
particularly over the many months that the podcast has started, where I'm just doing more research on my own, um, research for the podcast, research for myself. I'm learning that everybody's boat is going to be different. Everybody's journey is going to be different. Um, And this is really important, especially um, when I get a lot of questions about, okay, what do you eat? What do you do? I need exactly line by line how to do this. And I always say to people, I share my story not for you to do it exactly like this, but just for you to kind of have a blueprint, a template, somewhere to begin. And then you can go ahead and take that blueprint, take that template, and make it fit for you. Make it um, molded in a way that it fits your lifestyle, that it fits um, what will work for you. And so that's one of the things I've learned um, uh, since starting intermittent fasting, since um, starting the podcast. Um, and so what I want to go through today is just a few of the things that um, I've learned about myself and I've learned about intermittent fasting and OMAD since starting the podcast. So here we go. Truth be told, I really wanted, wanted to make this a huge bash um, when I knew that the anniversary was coming up, just like everything else that's happened this year. Our 10-year um, wedding anniversary was this year, um, birthdays and celebrations, things that we had planned to make really big and really fun, kind of like plopped because... Uh, mostly because of coronavirus and everything that's happening, um, we're just not able to do what we want. Um, and so for the for the one year, and, and I've been thinking about this for the last, I don't know, um, six, seven months. It's like, okay, the one year I'm going to do it big. I'm going to do it great. I want to have a huge party. I want to invite all the people who can come who have been supporting the podcast. Um, and I really wanted to do a really fun get together and and just dance and have fun and let our hair down and just enjoy it um and unfortunately i cannot do that we can't have that but maybe you know when this is all over (laughs) maybe we'll do a two-year anniversary big bash or something i don't know or maybe a year and a half who knows who knows how long this is gonna go um and how long we're gonna be here but in the meantime um I still wanted to dedicate a really special uh, episode to the year uh, anniversary because it's kind of a labor of love for me. I really love doing this podcast. Um, It, you know, everyone knows, anyone who follows me, my friends, family, everyone knows I have, I have a family, I have two small kids, I'm working full time um, and I have a lot on my plate, but there's something about carving out some time to just sit and talk and share on the podcast that brings me so much joy um and I love doing it I love getting the feedback from you all on how much this podcast has helped you on your own journey um how much you've learned from it um and how it has been such an amazing tool for you to just get started and just get information on how to begin and that was really the purpose and point of me um wanting to do this because as i say uh in the first episode i tried to find um 
more in-depth information on in real information things that real people were going through um as they were going through this journey and it was very difficult it might have been also because it was still kind of early um in the intermittent fasting time space um particularly the OMAD space not a whole lot of people had been doing OMAD when I started at least um and the few people who'd been doing it um had some good information but I wanted more I wanted to know I wanted to get deeper uh, I wanted to know what it meant to be a mom and doing um OMAD eating once a day when your kids are asking you why are you doing this um I wanted to know what it meant you know when you started to get those cravings um when you started to feel like you know you may not want to keep doing this uh there were so many different um uh, parts of this that I wanted to explore um and I looked to myself to to find those answers and while doing that I thought wow this is really extraordinary I should be sharing this for other moms and for other people in general who just wanted to get information on how to do this and so that's how the podcast started really it was just me sharing my journey sharing all the things that I was learning everything that I was reading everything that I was finding as a resource um, just wanting to share that um, with the world and with anybody who cared and wanted to listen uh, and that was the purpose of it so I'm so glad that we are here you know we're here a year later um, doing this podcast, uh, and continuing to do it. It brings me so much joy and happiness to be able to share, uh, this information with you. And I wanted to share some of the testimonies and, um, feedback that I have been getting. And I don't often do that. I, I don't think I've ever done this on the show before. Um, but I thought it would be important to just share some of the reviews that I've been getting that I've gotten over the last few months from listeners and people who have been listening to the podcast. I just want to say thank you to all of you because I hear you. I see you and I'm so grateful for you, um, tuning in every week and listening um, and for being kind and gracious to me when uh, I'm not able to get a podcast episode up uh, because of one thing or another going on right now during this time, Um, but still sticking with me and still sticking with the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, This one is from Ket NYC and she sent this and this was just around the time that I was starting the podcast and she says life changing this podcast and the information you're sharing here is life changing you will start to hear more and more people talking about this in the future but I really enjoyed listening to you you're down to earth break down information easily it's like listening to a friend I recommend this to anyone looking to change their relationship with food and traditional dieting. I am looking forward to following you on this journey. Well done. Thank you, Ket NYC. I love that. Um, this one is from Cam- Cameron28. And Cameron28 says, Awesome podcast. I enjoy listening to this podcast because of how relatable she is. I will definitely be a regular listener. Thank you so much. 
Um, and like I said, these were from several months ago. I'm just kind of going through them now on the podcast because I think it's important to share this um, on our one year anniversary. Uh, let's see. This one is from Jhash2. And Jhash2 says, encouraged to give it a try. I looked into OMAD yesterday after realizing that I hadn't eaten for a period of time. I want to lose weight and get to a healthier place. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. Uh, And this last one, I'm not going to read all of them. I'm just kind of picking through. Um, This one is from Trish Lives in the Woods. And Trish Lives in the Woods says, So happy. Loved finding your podcast. You don't talk over me. You talk to me. I feel like we are on this path together. Well, you know what? Trish Lives in the Woods. We are totally on this path together. And that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted the podcast to be something where I'm I'm talking um, to people who are interested, I'm sharing information uh, as I'm going along the journey myself. I don't have all the answers. Um, I don't have all the solutions as to what you need to do. Uh, I'm also continuing to learn. And as I learn, I'm sharing, uh, which I think is so important because everybody's going to go through Um, questioning, you know, is this right? Am I doing this right? I don't feel good. I'm not losing weight, you know, but if you can find someone or hear someone who also has gone through it, that is so helpful. Um, I find that to be really the best testimony for, for anything really in life, you know, someone who's gone through it, someone who understands and who may still be going through it, right? I'm not perfect. I fall off all the time. Um, but I'm consistent. And and I think that's the message that I want to convey is that I'm not perfect all the time. My fasting is not perfect all the time. I don't always close my window and keep it closed all the time. Um, but for the most part, I would say 85 to 90% of the time, I'm on it you know, and, uh, and that's why I'm here is to, is to share that kind of information, uh, to let everyone know that you're not alone. Um, this journey can be a very difficult one. It can feel, um, like it's super hard, but I hope that you're able to use my podcast, my, um, website, um, the things that I share on Instagram. I hope that you're able to use all of those tools as information, as extra tools that you can put in your toolbox and pull out whenever you need. Um, I hope that you're able to pull through and go through um, some of the uh, podcast episodes and just pick out something that, you know what, I needed to hear this today. Or let me find out about food. Let me find out about carbohydrates and um, how the fasting is affecting my gut and um you know, what do I need to do in situations where uh, I'm in a social situation? Um, what does fasting and exercise have uh, to do with each other? Um, just picking out things that might be helpful and useful to you. And that's the whole point of of my podcast. And I'm so glad that it's been, it's been helpful uh, to a lot of you. Thank you so much. So some of the things I wanted to share on um, the anniversary of the podcast is what I've learned over the last year. Um, 
Now, remember, I have been fasting for over a year. I started fasting in January of 2019, um, and I started the podcast in July of that year. Um, so I was about six months in um, when I started the podcast because I think at that point I realized, wow, so much is happening. So much is happening to my body. So much is happening to me. Um, I need to get this information out. Um, and I think in my mind, I also wanted to use it as a tool for myself so that I could go back and listen to different episodes and different topics on things. And let me tell you, even I, I go back and listen to different episodes, uh, depending on what my needs are, what I'm, what I'm thinking about, or if I need to, um, get information or remind myself of something, I will go back and, and, and use my own episodes as motivation and information for myself. Um, and I love that I can do that. So what have I learned over the last year? The first is that fasting is a muscle. It really is. Um, the longer you fast, the easier it becomes. I find that working that fasting muscle just makes you stronger every single time. It pushes you to go farther. Um, I remember going on vacation, and and this was last year. And um, when I'm on vacation, I don't necessarily fast. Um, I just give myself... Uh, I should say I don't do OMAD on vacation. What I do is I'll do like a 16-8 or an 18-6 where I'm fasting for at least 16 hours. And then I leave my window open for six, um, six to eight hours or so. And what I find is that I don't even eat that whole time because I'm done. <laughs> After a couple of hours, I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Um, but I found that after coming back from vacation, it was a little bit more challenging for me to get back on my OMAD wagon because, you know, after a week of kind of just being laid back and, and, um, fasting for only about, uh, 16 or 18 hours, my body started getting used to that and it was only a week, um, and so then I realized, you know what, it, it really is something that you have to keep, um, you have to keep doing. Um, when you don't do it or when you take a break from it, it gets, it tends to get a little bit harder to get back on. It's not impossible. It's not that it's not doable. Um, but for me, it was a little bit more challenging to, to get back there. And I've also noticed that even during, uh, this coronavirus, uh, outbreak, um, where sometimes I'm not as strict as I need to be, um, I'm getting much, much better with that. Uh, but, you know, when I used to, I used to fast um, easy with no issue for 23 hours and then I have my meal in an hour. But there were days when I, if I left my window open a little bit longer or if I, or if I opened my window um, earlier than my 23, when I went back to do that 23, it was a little challenging for me. And I had to say, I had to rein it in. And I talk about this in previous episodes, um, particularly during this coronavirus um, time. I had to bring myself back in and understand that it's a muscle that I have to keep 
focused. I have to keep using it um, so that it doesn't get lags and it doesn't atrophy. Uh, but as long as I keep keep it, keep that muscle moving, um, it's a piece of cake. You know, I can do that 23 with no problem. I also realized this with extended fast. Um, I used to do many, many extended fasts earlier on in my um, fasting journey. I don't do as much so much now because I'm in maintenance. Um, and so it's always good to do extended fast um, every now and again. And so over this coronavirus period time, I've tried to do a few extended fasts. Um, they've been successful, but I noticed that they were harder. They were harder to do because I hadn't done uh, extended fasting in so long. Um, and so again, that said to me, you know, using that fasting muscle is going to be important if you want to continue to maintain um, and continue to uh, sustain this um, this lifestyle. The second thing I learned is that fasting clean makes a difference. Now, if you have to have some milk or sweetener in your coffee, I'm not here to judge you. Um, but I will encourage you to try it without those things. Um, as I mentioned earlier in my journey, I added I added um, cream, uh, you know, milk, and I didn't used to have sweetener in there, but I did have some milk in there um, in my coffee. And as time went by and I took that out, I noticed a huge difference in how I felt. Um, I noticed my fasting times weren't as difficult. I noticed that my cravings during my fast um, were decreased. I wasn't feeling as hungry during the fast. Um, and so this might have a lot to do with the amount of time I was fasting. It might have to do with uh, my experience with fasting. Um, because there are many people who fast with cream in their coffee, uh, with even sweetener in their coffee. And it's going fine for them. Um and so I think what I've learned, at least in this last year, is that um, you have to do what works for you. You have to um, find that that place that works and you work it. You know, I'm always going to encourage you to not add milk, not add sugar or sweeteners or anything like that into your coffee. I'm always, you're, you will never hear me say, um, it just just add the add the milk add the cream it's fine um because i feel like you would um get way more benefits if you took that out you would see greater um um outcomes better outcomes weight ver uh as as it relates to your weight loss as it relates to your energy um you know, if you think you have energy now with the cream in your in your coffee or the sweetener in your coffee, try it without and you will see like you will be on a hundred. OK, um, so I will always encourage a clean fast. Um, so no foods, no milk in your coffee, no sweetener in your coffee. I'll always encourage that. But I do get that not everybody's on that page. Not everybody's on board with that. And that's perfectly fine. Um, you have to do what works for you. You have to find that thing that works for you and you work it. Um, 
And so that's the second thing I learned. The third thing I learned was that what you eat in your eating window makes a huge difference, right? So sure, you can eat carbs uh, when you are intermittent fasting, but you don't have to go heavy on carbs every day. You don't have to eat carbs every day. I think you will see a difference if you swap your carbs for something lower in carbs in your meals. Um, I'm not saying no carbs. I'm just saying swapping it from time to time for a low-carb option, um, you will see a difference. You will feel a difference. Again, I have a whole episode on carbs, uh, on carbs in OMAD um, and carbs in intermittent fasting. Um but in short, carbs retain water. So you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it the next day. You're going to feel it. And you, and it's going to add up if you're doing it every single day. And it could be a factor in you hitting a weight loss wall. So I get questions about, well, um, I was doing great and then now I'm not losing any weight. Um, and so the first thing I always ask is, are you fasting clean? And what are you eating? And how much of it are you eating? You know, what's the frequency? And um, and all of this that I'm saying, that I'm sharing, is what I've learned for myself. Uh, as I said, I started fasting with cream in my, in my coffee. As soon as I took that out, I could see a huge difference in my weight loss, in how I was feeling, um, in my energy. Um, carbs, I didn't start off with carbs. I started off really, really strict. But then when I realized that I could eat carbs, I was eating a whole bunch of carbs every single day. And then I could see that I hit a stall. Um, And then I slowly pulled some of those carbs out. I didn't completely cut carbs. I'm not saying I went keto or anything like that. Um, But I did pull out some carbs and I reduced the amount of carbs I was eating in my meals. Um, And then I could see a, 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 a... a change. I could see a difference in um, in my weight loss. So 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 when I say when I talk about the tweaks and the changes, uh, and the things you need to do to make it work for you, this is what I'm talking about. The fourth thing that I learned, and I learned this maybe halfway through, is that eating earlier in the day oh, makes a huge difference. Um, eating, you know, having your meal, whether you're intermittent fasting, like where, where you have a, a wider open, a wider uh, eating window, or whether you're doing OMAD, where you're eating one, uh, you're eating one meal within an hour. Um, I think having that meal earlier in the day really helps. One, because you're not stuffed when you go to sleep. Um, and Two, because you're giving your body enough time to start to digest that food. Um, So when I learned this, I started eating earlier. So I would have my meals um, anywhere between four and five um, because I don't typically go to bed until about nine or 10 o'clock. And so I would have my meals and give myself a good five to six hours before I had to sleep. And and then the great thing about that is that your fasting window seems so much longer when you wake up in the morning because you've already fasted for a good, you know, 16, 14, 16 hours when you wake up. Um, and so it's it's a really good idea to try, if you can, eat earlier in the day, have your meal 
earlier in the day um, and close that eating window earlier rather than later. Now, again, this is my experience. It does not mean that you have to do that. Um, It could mean that you can give it a try. You can see if it's something that will work for you, depending on your schedule, depending on, you know, what you plan to eat, depending on how, you know, do you, if you eat with your family or not, you know, you take all of those things into consideration and that will help you decide on whether eating earlier in the day is something that you want to do. Um, and so for me, I found that it really helps me feel lighter when I wake up. Um, and even when I go to sleep, I'm not lethargic. I feel, I have energy, um, and, and then when I wake up, I've already fasted for a good amount of time um, and I feel good to, to start my day. The fifth thing, and I have talked about this throughout the previous um, things that I've learned, is that tightening your eating window um, is a good idea. Now, even if you're not doing OMAD, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of OMAD. It's a one hour eating window. You eat what you want within that one hour and then you fast for 23 hours. But let's say you're not doing OMAD. Let's say you're doing intermittent fasting and you decide that, you know, you are doing, for example, a 16, eight where you're fasting for 16 hours and you're eating within an eight hour window. Um, and you're noticing that you're not losing weight. You're noticing that nothing is really changing. When I get these kinds of questions, that's the other thing I ask is how wide is your eating window? Um, and maybe it might be that you have to tighten it. Maybe an eight-hour eating window is too wide for you. Maybe you have to bring it down to a six-hour eating window. You will find that the tighter your eating window is, uh, the the more results Um, positive results you will see because you're just not eating for as long you you know you're you're eating within a really small amount of time as opposed to an eight hour or even a six hour eating window and it might not be that you keep it that way you might uh, tighten your eating window for a few months and then you know as you begin to lose more weight as you feel comfortable or even as you reach your your goal weight you you open it up a little bit more um some people do that when they reach their weight and they don't want to lose more weight they open up the window a bit more um rather than a 4 hour maybe they have a 5 hour rather than a 1 hour omad maybe they have a 4 hour omad or a 4 hour eating window um and so i think tightening up that window will also allow you to see um, greater results and outcomes, um, more positive outcomes in, in, um, in your weight loss journey. Now, I can't say too much of this, and it's drinking water, tons and tons of water. Um, <laughs> and this is for me too, because you, you will find that um, it, all you need to do is hydrate. You know, sometimes if you're feeling hungry during a fast or if you're not seeing any movement um, on the scale or in your clothes, you might need to just flush your system out. And how do you do that? You drink water, tons of it um, throughout the day. And, you know, I have nothing else to say about that except drink water. (laughs) Exercise. 
You know what, guys? I get a lot of questions about, did you exercise when you lost 80 pounds? Um, did you did you start, do you do cardio? Do you do this? Do you do that? And I didn't. Um, in the beginning of my journey, I did not exercise. And I talk about this, go back to the first episode. I do talk about how um, in previous years, I would kill myself with exercise to lose weight. Um, and most times it worked, but it wasn't sustainable. Um, so no, I didn't exercise, uh, in the beginning of my journey, but I also talk about how exercise is only an added bonus. You exercising is not going to hurt your intermittent fasting, OMAD weight loss journey. Um, it's only going to help it. Now, do you have to exercise? You don't have to exercise to lose the weight. Um, but that's going to help the process that's going to give you energy that's going to feed um your your mind that's going to um raise up your endorphins that's going to give you high energy that you um would otherwise get elsewhere a good walk a good run a little bit of cardio um a little bit of weight training that um can always help you know um, it's something as simple as cleaning around the house, running after the kids. Um, what we've been doing over the last few months um, is running in the morning. I run in the morning with my daughter. And that, you know, is amazing time for the two of us. Um, but it's also giving me some time to get my exercise on. And it's not a long run. You know, we might do it for about 20, 30 minutes and that's it, you know. Um, so you don't have to kill yourself with the exercise, but it doesn't hurt to do it. It doesn't hurt to add it to your, um, to your regime. It doesn't hurt to make it a part of your process and a part of your weight loss journey. And the last thing that I've learned over the last year is that it's okay to switch it up. Okay. It's all right to... Just because you have been doing OMAD, for example, for however many months, it doesn't mean that you've signed your life away to doing OMAD. Um, now, for me, I couldn't see myself doing anything else because I've tried different things um, and I always find myself back at OMAD um, because I feel my best. I, I love uh, the freedom that it gives me. Um, not to worry about, you know, what I'm going to eat, you know, if I'm out or what I'm going to eat throughout the day. I just know that at a particular time, it's my time to eat. I eat what I love and then I move on. Um, but that may not be the case for everybody. I know people who have started OMAD and then now they've moved on to something else, um, a different intermittent fasting method, whether it be a 24 uh, or maybe it's... Um, you know, an alternate day fasting. Um, you can try different things to see what works for you. You can always experiment. Um, and, and believe it or not, that may be the thing that may push you out of a stall. I personally, I like to try other methods. I, like I said, although I've tried other methods, I always come back to OMAD. But I do play around with alternate day fasting sometimes. Um, if I feel like uh, having a wider eating window on days, I'll allow myself that, you know, and there's no guilt there. 
Um, I feel my personal best, though, when I do do OMAD, when I do my one-hour eating window. But it doesn't keep me from trying other alternatives. It doesn't keep me from trying other things, other uh, fasting um, uh, methods. And, and that's perfectly okay. The idea is to keep fasting. Keep giving your gut that time to rest, right? Keep um, uh, not restricting, but allowing yourself that time where you eat and that time when you don't eat. Um, and not just letting it all, you know, just eating throughout the day, whenever and however you want. But having that discipline and that um, deciding, you know, making that decision that I'm not going to eat right now because my eating window is closed. But when it opens, I'm going to have that, you know, that's real freedom. um, And that's food freedom. So for me, those are the main things that I have taken away from this last year of bringing the OMAD Mama podcast to you. It's been such an amazing journey. I've had so much fun doing it. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure that I acknowledge this time in the middle of this, you know, COVID coronavirus epidemic. Again, I did want to do a big celebration. And unfortunately, you know, I can't, we can't do that. Um, but I did want to commemorate this time because it, it has really helped me personally, um, in my own journey. And I know that it has helped so many countless numbers of you because I see your messages. I get your messages online. Um, I see your, your, uh, reviews and I'm so grateful that, um, I can be used as, as a, I can use this platform to bring this information to you, to share my story, um, and, uh, and, and go along this journey with you. It's been really fun. Um, I'm going to continue to bring you, uh, Omad Mama podcast episodes. Um, send me your suggestions. What else do you want to hear about? What else do you want me to talk about? Uh, what else can I share? Uh, that's what this platform is all about. It's about sharing information. It's about um, sharing the challenges as well as the successes. And so please do send in your questions at marty at omadmama.com. That's M-A-R-T-I-E at omadmama.com. Um, feel free to drop me a line, drop me a message on Instagram. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for hanging with me this last year. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I love you guys so much for listening. Take care. Well, we've come to the end of another OMAD Mama podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this information useful. Please don't forget to share it with your friends. Please also subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. It really helps others find the podcast. Please remember that this podcast is not to be used as your source for medical advice. If you have any medical questions or concerns, please contact your doctor or medical provider. And before you go, 
Check out the OMAD Mama website at www.omadmama.com. You'll find loads of information on intermittent fasting, OMAD, tips and tricks on how to begin your fasting journey. You'll also find the OMAD Mama blog where I talk about my journey as well as the latest intermittent fasting news. You can also always find me on Instagram at OMAD underscore mama underscore love. Or you can send me an email at marty, M-A-R-T-I-E, at omadmama.com. I'd really love to hear from you.